for tuning in to the Open Door Ministry Breadcrumbs Podcast with me, your host, Barbara Smith. We are here to share our blog articles with you in an audio format. We know that people are very busy and constantly on the go, but we all still need daily inspiration in our lives. It is our goal to share a few thought-provoking morsels that will challenge you to stay actively engaged in the Word of God. His Word is the bread of life. The Elevating Power of Jesus Christ by Marcus Smith John 12:32 is our text it says and I if I be lifted up from the earth will draw all men unto me I have always found this passage John 12:32 to be one of intrigue for though the writer John provides commentary there still seems to be something awry In the following verse, John clearly states, This he said, signifying what death he should die. Yet in recounting the words of Jesus, John quotes him as saying, If I be lifted up. Herein lies the dilemma. When was Jesus' crucifixion ever an issue of question, or one entertained as uncertain by the Lord or prophets? In fact, Christ's Crucifixion is found in Scripture as being absolute. In this very discourse, Jesus states, But for this cause came I unto this hour. In Matthew 16.23, he sharply rebukes Peter for bringing the theme up for debate. Isaiah foretells the death of the Messiah when he says, He was cut off out of the land of the living, and he made his grave with the wicked. So after a quick check into the Greek, verifying its presence in the original text, we seemingly are left without an answer to the usage of the word if. But there is an explanation. In the laws of hermeneutics, there resides a principle called the law of double reference. This principle simply states that though a particular prophecy may apply to an immediate historical event, a further fulfillment may also exist. As an example, I would suggest that the prophecies of Joel 2 could not only apply to the Pentecostal event in Acts 2, but also to the more recent outpouring in the 20th century. Due to the wording in John 12, it is unreasonable to assume that he is referring solely to the passion of Christ. Therefore, we conclude that this passage reveals in conjunction with history that if Christ be lifted up, he, Christ, will draw all men unto himself. In Mark 12:30, we find the complexity of man's nature revealed in the scripture. This and other passages clearly reveal that man is comprised of a heart, soul, mind, and body. I highlight this fact for it is imperative to say that the resurrection of Christ Jesus provides the power to raise us in every aspect of our being. 
Therefore, if Christ be lifted up, not only on the cross, but also in obedience, worship, and service, he will draw men and all that he is unto himself. When Jesus raises us, we are elevated in our entirety. When the woman caught in the act of adultery was brought before Jesus, imagine her crushed heart, which is our center of emotions. Picture the embarrassment and shame she must have felt to be brought before this man. It is probable that she had heard about him, even as one sent from God. Furthermore, considering that her accusers were of the social elite of the day, yet they were seeking counsel of Jesus. This did nothing to make her feel any more comfortable. But, oh, the elevated heart, the ray of light that heightened her spirit, when she heard the words he spoke, Neither do I condemn thee. Consider the emotional transformation that took place in her that day. The advisors of scribes, the sinless man, he did not condemn her. She experienced the elevating power of Jesus Christ. And then there is Saul. Born in Tarsus, he was undoubtedly educated in its celebrated schools of Greek literature. Surely as a child, he acquired knowledge of Greek authors and philosophy. Later, he testifies to have sat at the feet of Gamaliel and taught according to the perfect manner of the law of the fathers. And yet he states, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ my Lord, and do count them but dumb. Saul experienced the elevating power of the resurrected Savior. Shortly after his conversion, he spent three years in the Arabian desert, receiving by divine revelation the gospel that he preached. He mentioned having once been caught up and hearing unspeakable words not lawful to be uttered. Saul, the most highly educated of all apostles, was elevated in his mind through Christ Jesus. Time does not permit elaboration on the most obvious and extensive elevating effects of the Lord Jesus. Nevertheless, we must never fail to mention the elevation from sin that can only be accomplished through His blood. Hebrews 9.22 states, And almost all things are by the law purged with blood, and without the shedding of blood is no remission. And need we be reminded of the innumerable miracles that Jesus performed pertaining to the physical man. Oh, how true it is. Jesus elevates us. I was bucking a crowd at a recent general conference when a voice halted me and a hand grabbed my sleeve. After a moment of staring, recognition swept my mind. It was Leanne. I first met her years ago when she walked into an apostolic service drawn by a flyer that was handed to her days earlier. Her life was in tatters in every aspect imaginable. She was born with a severe birth defect, Espain's anomaly, and doctors questioned whether she would ever surpass her teenage years. Her boyfriend had just been jailed after wounding someone in a narcotic trade gone sour. The mother of her incarcerated significant other was pressing her to move out of her son's home. So running scared with no money, no home, poor health due to the birth defect, and a sinful lifestyle, she sought the Lord 
and his elevating power. Now, years later, I stood there in that conference hall as she introduced me to her husband, a minister of the gospel. With a radiant smile, she proudly displayed her beautiful miracle, a nine-year-old daughter. I rejoiced to hear that her health was better than ever, with a positive prognosis for the future, and all because of the elevating power of Jesus Christ. Do not ever think that serving God will degrade you. Do not ever allow the devil to say that you could do better by rejecting the elevating power of Jesus, for nothing, absolutely nothing, could be further from the truth. So I close with this. Paul in his writing to the Ephesians states that Christ has risen from the grave and sits on the right hand in heavenly places far above and has all things under his feet. Though this is wonderful, it does not stop there. He goes on to say that even though we were dead in sin, God hath quickened us. Ephesians 2 verse 6 continues, And he hath raised us up together and made us to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let it be known that we can reside in the Lord Jesus Christ and in his elevated posture for all eternity. So rejoice today. For in Christ Jesus, we find elevating power. Thanks for joining us today. We trust you have been nourished and blessed. Always remember the Lord is faithful and His mercies are new every morning. Until next time, God bless.